Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. At Bright Vibe, we believe everyone deserves to be happy. But in today's world, everywhere you turn, there is division and negativity. At Bright Vibe, we have created a global movement to bring 8 million people together who are inspired to live bright, live bold, and share bright vibes. Alone, it can be hard to change, but together we can change the world. Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. So on the show today, Brian Baisley, a very interesting guy, has studied personal development, has a website called theartofantiaging.com, has lots of blogs about anti-aging, and I liked his perspective on anti-aging because it wasn't about being against aging, it's being against the stuff that makes us feel bad about aging. So it was a very colorful and fun show, so I look forward to the entertainment you get out of today's show. So let's get into it. Brian Baisley, welcome to the show today. Glad to have you on. I'm excited to be here. This should be fun and worthwhile. Yes, definitely. And we're really excited to share what you have to share with us today with our listeners. I love your mission. It says, my overall mission has been to help people bypass physical, emotional toxins that drag them down and in short, live long and live remarkably well. And I think that's very well stated and very well said. So as we lean into that, um, what does that mean to you? I guess live long and live remarkably well. Sure. Um, so I've been in health, wellness, success, personal growth, all of these areas now going, you know, well over two decades, two and a half decades now really lapsed. And based on working with some of the top doctors in the world and researchers, some of the deepest researchers out there in different spheres, I can sum up, I guess we'll call it my own findings, mm-hmm. uh, specialized in different areas, certainly healthy aging, longevity being one of them. But what I've discovered is that it's a simple equation to be healthy, to be happy, to live long, to be successful at whatever it is you want to be successful at. It is really all about what you allow inside of you, your being, we'll call it, Mm -hmm. and what you strive to keep out. Mm. That's the general equation right there. A lot of people hear that they may not, they may get it in principle, but many of us, all of us really don't always practice it. It's not the easiest thing, but it's something to keep at the forefront to write down is what I recommend to people because no matter what you are consuming, it has an impact on you. Mm -hmm. And the question is, is that going to be a positive impact, a little positive, extensively positive, or is it going to have a negative impact? What you allow inside your mouth onto your skin, into your brain via your ears and your eyes. So it could be the media that you're Mm -hmm. consuming, the food you're consuming, the products that you're consuming by putting them on your skin, which by the way is indeed consumed, Um, the products that you're using around your house, which are also consumed. Whatever it is, we ought to strive to be ever more conscious about is the stuff that this is composed of potentially at least neutral for me, good, very good, great, or not so good or terrible. That goes for virtually everything. It's about what you allow inside of your being, what you keep out is what you are going to be. It's very complex, but it's very simple the way I see it. In reality, it's exactly that, right? We've had many guests come on the show. We've had, we had the Blue Zone guy on, Dan Butner. He talked about the number one thing you can do to add life or add longevity and happiness is actually move to an environment that's already living longer and happier. And I was like, what? And as he said that, it was shocking because I was like, what? But then at the same time, I'm like, 
we are physical beings. We, we put ourselves in situations, right? And, and those, I mean, we're the ones that have the ability to put ourselves in front of a TV that's CNN or MSNBC all day. And, and that's going to take away happiness. I'm assuming usually media and news Absolutely. and right. <laughs> and Absolutely. That's, and it's about sources too. Yeah. What you're talking about with, with Darren is it's the people. In a way, you are consuming the people that you are around, right? Uh, through the environment, and he's also talking about, I'm sure, climate. But mm-hmm. the habits of the people that you are around become your habits, or are right. more far more inclined to become your habits. Mm-hmm. So, indeed, if these folks in the Mediterranean or Japan are eating healthier diets and they're walking every single day up and down the street or wherever they're walking versus driving everywhere, you're more inclined to do that. That's a perfect example of what right. I'm talking about. Yes. And so I, I'm always curious at the backstory. I love the backstories of the guests that come on the show. Like, what in the world made you start to go down this path? Because usually it's a pretty interesting story. <laughs> yeah. A good question, a kind question to ask. Thank you. And uh, yes, look, today I am the founder, and I guess we'll call it the voice in the face over at the art of anti-aging. Uh-huh. It doesn't mean anti-against aging. That's ridiculous. It means against, and this will sound familiar after only talking a few minutes to me here, against all the nonsense myths out there about getting older oh. that really hit people hard, but especially women. So you turn 40 and the joke goes, you're over the hill, right? right? But it's not just a joke because the way that aging is portrayed still today in Western society is that it's the beginning of the end, Mm -hmm. that it is indeed over the hill, that it's time to start dying, that it's time to start suffering. And people adopt this belief by and large. Mm -hmm. They should not, but many do. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm supposed to look like crap. I'm supposed to feel like crap. Increasingly, I'm supposed to lose my memories. Here's a fact. Again, I have worked with for help so many doctors at this point in my career now really good people who are digging in deep and are not just following the, we'll call it their typical medical establishment model, but are going beyond that Mm -hmm. in terms of natural approaches and other areas as well. And bigger picture, the mind body aspect of things. And what I have seen over decades of research decades with them is the opposite's the truth. As you get older, these ought to be the time of your life. Really, the time to thrive. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to mean you're going to get aches and pains and sick and terrible wrinkled all over. It doesn't mean that. It's just that the mindset we've adopted is that. That's where I've been now for the last four or five years. Mm-hmm. Again, prior to that, I suppose you can call me a, a brand in personal growth mm-hmm. focused on the most important experiences that we can have. And prior to that, I can go back and back. In fact, a lot of your passion and purposes about how to offset some of the misinformation or information that's maybe outdated would be another way to say it. Obviously, everything's been upgraded, but how do you get the word out about stuff like you're doing that's just really upgrading people's physical environment? I think you're in the anti-aging space, but to your point about anti-aging, it's really anti-misinformation about aging. That's right. Because a lot of that does go to happiness. It does go to fulfillment. It does all those things, right? If your body physically is fighting toxins. And I also am in the healthcare business, but I own nursing homes and assisted living centers. And I tell you, when, when you're in your 70s or 80s or 90s or whatever age you're at and your health is deteriorating, nothing else matters, right? For people just starting out or just having awareness around that, kind of what are some things you would recommend? That's a great question. And 
but really does come down to how you feel mm-hmm. after doing anything is a great way to assess the value of that thing. Doesn't work in all cases, not necessarily, but in most. What I mean is ask your friends if you're able to, and I'm sure this won't, but I think it takes more cataclysmic events sometimes with some people to, to really be convinced that what they're doing is not necessarily good for them. But nonetheless, it's an interesting exercise to ask people pay close attention to how you feel after you engage in something and walk away from that thing. Let's talk about, since we're talking about emotional health really right mm-hmm. now, and mm-hmm. I'll go into other avenues too, but in terms of emotional health, when you sit down and you watch that news and you step away, how do you feel? It's clear how people typically feel. They right. feel agitated, frustrated, mm-hmm. scared, right. angry at other people. And there's all that negative emotion. And then it's just a really, it's trying to apply some common sense and say, how do you think that if you repeat and repeat that pattern, what is that going to do to your own health, your own sanity, your own inner peace, your own productivity? If nobody cares about anything else and people just want to get rich, Mm -hmm. that's hurting you too. If you cared about nothing else, you're not going to be nearly as productive when you're dragged down by anger, um, rage, fear, and all the emotions that sort of thing perpetuates. So pay attention to how you feel after doing things. It, it's the same with food, right? Mm-hmm. Many people love the taste of fast food. That's why it's so popular and the fact that it's super cheap. Mm-hmm. It's manipulated that way. There are scientists doing mm-hmm. that because what they're doing is they're manipulating food to appeal to your basis, your taste buds, the umami feel, the mouth feel, and all the satisfaction of the salt and the sugar and all that is very carefully engineered. There's scientists who do that. Mm-hmm. And so of course, in the moment, it's going to feel really good. But how do you feel? 10 minutes, an hour, 45 minutes, whatever it may be later, a lot of people are tired and dragged down right. by that. Pay attention again to how you feel. This is the, that whole conscious mm-hmm. aspect of things is if you want to succeed at anything, Pay attention to what you're allowing into, like I said, at the very start Mm -hmm. in these regards. Now, there are some areas where, listen, I've been, I've been in this 20 some years and I was working with what were considered then either, um, advanced cutting edge doctors or quacks, depending on who was doing (laughs) and what they were talking about 20, even 20 years ago was hmm, processed foods might not be very good for you. <laughs> this excess amount of sugar is something you want to watch. And I remember back then, quacks, quacks, you're crazy. And now people are suggesting things like maybe you shouldn't put these chemicals on your skin called deodorant and aging creams or whatever it might be because they're full of toxic synthetic chemicals. And now today you still have the same people or the same type of people, quacks, quacks, that's crazy. They wouldn't put stuff in those products and if it was bad for you. These are the same sort of people that were shouting quacks about this food message years ago. Why they do that whole nother conversation. I don't even know half the time. I mean, it's just certain, <laughs> right. you know, certain major aspects of things. But the point is, is that there are areas now that have been more, I guess we'll call it exposed to pay attention to. I right. mean, a lot of people, not all people, not enough yet, but many people are on board with the food message right. that doesn't make it easy to do mm-hmm. awareness and practice are two, two very different, different things. <laughs> right. yes. And we all struggle. Listen, I'm, I've been in this and 
but still a struggle because who doesn't like stuff that tastes really good? Right. A sugary stuff or whatever, but we're aware mm-hmm. that's not necessarily good for us. We ought to be eating more of the green leafies and less of the processed, salt, salty, greasy mm-hmm. stuff and all the mediums in between. The point is that we, as a collective, are more aware of this today and it's more accepted. Okay, granite makes sense, especially in some cases, and avoiding process makes sense. Fine. But then there are other areas where people will be resistant today to the message or they just don't know it yet. Those are areas where it, it's my latest focus. I try to put my attention because, wow, you could be so much healthier, so much happier, so much more successful. Whether I want to or not, some would call that an empath or empathetic. I think it's simply because I was raised by powerful women again, right. just were very empathetic and it just rubbed off on me right. for better or worse. <laughs> but I'm just, I just feel that with people. I'm like, wow, there's some relatively simple things you're doing that are destroying you, destroying your productivity. We talked about the media they're exposing themselves to, and it also comes down to products and things that they breathe in and use every day. We're with products that we put on, we'll call them cosmetics and personal mm-hmm. care products. Okay. Boring to some people, but listen, the average woman uses 12 personal care products a day, and on average, those contain 168 different chemicals. Mm-hmm. That's something that people are, are putting on their body every single day. They are literally thousands of potential toxins in these ingredients mm-hmm. that are allowed, especially here in the U.S. In the European Union, they banned over 1,300 different chemicals. Here in the U.S., 11, only 11 have been banned. Mm-hmm. That should be a, a message for people. If you are putting stuff on your body, I don't care, again, if it's deodorant, perfume, anything that you're putting on your body. This is the one of the next waves of consciousness, I guess we'll call it out there, that's just starting to really, you're starting to see some awareness on labels and things like that. But you're eating these foods. These are foods, most of what you apply to your skin gets absorbed into the body. In other words, you're eating it. You question the source of these things that you're allowing inside your body. Let's just say there's some... I'm just going to throw it out there, 28-year-old young woman or young man, and what they're really concerned about is just they want to be successful in their career. To believe that this doesn't matter to them is completely untrue because like you pointed out, your health, Mm -hmm. including your mental health, your clarity of your brain, the amount of energy you have on a daily basis has everything to do with your success, no matter what it is. And it has everything to do with allowing or not allowing these things that we're allowing inside of us. Yeah, totally. For me, it it started probably 15, 20 years ago and it started, I started small and it would just became, it's refined over the years, right? It didn't, it wasn't like I went from, and I think for listeners, very few go from having a traditional kind of upbringing in life and eating traditional foods and fast, and I, when I say traditional, fast food stuff, cultural stuff that's in our culture, right? And then all of a sudden they switch over and a hundred percent of their diets, this now all organic or for, right. right. It, for me, it was like the first time somebody said, deodorant contains aluminum, all right? Yeah. Uh, and I went, what? And they said, yeah, and you're putting that right on your skin in a very sensitive area that absorbs a lot of toxicity. If I was like, really? I was like, huh, that's weird. Well, I'll stop doing that. And so I went and sourced deodorant and now there's tons of choices for deodorant. Even back then there was like two or three. Now there's 
50 different or more different deodorant. And I was like, oh, okay. And so that it just became a process of more of upgrading things. I always look at it as I'm upgrading or up-leveling my life versus eliminating. For me, it was, okay, if I'm going to stop doing this thing, then what's the better version of that? It's, you got it. It's not like I quit eating chips. It's just I got a lot, like a cracker that's not processed as much. It's got three ingredients or four ingredients. It's made with organics, right? Versus Doritos, right? It went from, <laughs> but it was every area of my life. It was, and it still is, right? To this day, my wife and I with our kids, we're super focused. It's not, we're not extremists by any sense. We're not living in a tent out on the lawn or whatever, but we do consciously think about, and my wife loves to study and read stuff, but we're constantly thinking about, okay, what, if these things are making us feel sick, even at a subconscious level, then that's going to drain some of our happiness. That's going to drain some of our energy. We experiment with stuff all the time and tweak this and tweak that and look and say, okay, yeah, what if we added this supplement in or that we know from a good source, or we eliminate this type of food. Yesterday, we were having a whole text conversation about a drink that was all natural. And so we had to dive into, she, really my wife, dove into the what's all natural mean. Because, right, that's a big catch-all for stuff that's not necessarily natural. Right? Mm -hmm. it's all natural is a way of saying we can put about whatever we want into it because it came from, at some point, the earth. Everything came from the earth at some point. <laughs> yeah. We're not grabbing stuff from space. I had gotten overwhelmed in the beginning. I think some people do feel overwhelmed with like where to start. And I think as we've talked about here, cutting back on news, starting to maybe read or study a little bit more about what you're talking about. What are we putting on our skin? What are we putting on our body? There's alternatives that are a lot more accessible today than there was five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago for all of yeah. these things, right? It's not like they don't exist. It's not like you're going to have to go from your toilet to a composting toilet today, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, and people like you and companies like you have are bringing that education to the forefront saying, hey, if you're putting this on your skin, here's something that's better because we're sourcing it better. We're making sure it doesn't have these things and you're going to have similar or better, probably even better effects from it because it doesn't have all this stuff that's going to come back to bite you in five years or 10 years. Yeah. Or even a year. <laughs> Yeah, in some cases. And you bring up a wonderful point because there are people who embrace this so vehemently that they then get worried and overwhelmed. By right. It. Yep. And, and I will try to talk to those people and say, listen, your worry is even worse was than that. Right, exactly. That's not the point here. Mm -hmm. The point is, it is a journey. The point is, it is a step by step process. And the beautiful thing is, is that any step that you take, is it often has more benefit to you than most people imagine. Right. If you are going to make changes, I usually tell people the closer it is to your skin or the more you're putting on your skin and the, and the longer it's sitting on your skin, if you're going to take a step-by-step, -step, those are the first ones that I would change. I might change deodorant, which you brought up, right. be the very first step yep. of all. Right. Try to go to a clean one because it's sitting there in a sensitive part of your body, like you said, all day long, every day. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to the creams and stuff you're putting on. They're sitting on your skin all day or all night, those two. Shampoo, sure, it's loaded with stuff. And don't get me wrong, it's making contact and sun residue is sitting there. But if I was going to go in order, and just right. take a time, I would change my shampoo later. I, the right. stuff that's sitting on my skin all day, mm -hmm. there's just some common sense. And, and you can apply that same aspect to the products you use inside your home. Mm -hmm. If you're spraying, the, the, a lot of these air fresheners are terrible. <laughs> I yeah. And if you clean your toilet once a month and you're using something bad there, and but you're spraying, right. I'm not going to name brands, right. 
right. that brand or those brands around your house every day, cut that out first. Right. If you're going to take step by step, because you're only using a toilet. I don't know how often people clean their toilets. Is that a bad example? <laughs> no, that's but, a good know, example. It's, it's a good example because it, it's the exposure, right? Yeah. That's what we're talking about. If you're exposed right. to it so every day just, or regularly, yeah. look at that first and say, is yeah. this good for me or not? Anything that you're consuming, right. you can't change it all overnight. Don't sit there and worry about doing so. Oh my God, now I know that there's all these horrible chemicals, thousands of them literally allowed in these products. I have to change it all. No, you don't. Right. Just step, step. By and large, most people are going to feel much better. That's the message. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. Maybe I should indeed not be allowing that stuff inside of my being. One of the things that, that I've been focused on or that we've been focused on is really a lot of people feel like they don't have a sense of purpose or that they don't know what their purpose is. And then, of course, that's going to lead to not feeling happy, not feeling motivated. And so really, we've talked about purpose a lot on the show. It's just it's not always this big, grand you don't have to sell all your stuff and give it to charity and go on some year-long sabbatical thing, right? It's more of, to your point, what feels good, really feels good at a foundational level, right? Not just in the moment, not just pleasure, but what actually feels important to you. And then just start doing more of that. And it may be opening doors for people. It may be, it may be volunteering, but it may just be spending more time with your kids. So I think it's doing the things that feel good and then learning about and exposing yourself to things that are better for you or that potentially are better for you so it's important that we physically and mentally surround ourselves with people i think that are always challenging us to do that right in a very yeah, positive way if you talk about finding a sense of purpose or feeling a sense of joy accomplishment mm -hmm. it's instrumental what we're talking about here you have to step out of the box if you keep doing what you're doing mm -hmm. you're going to keep getting what you got yeah, right exactly Period. That's just it. And I do. And I've worked with a lot of, not just young people, there's people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, even uh -huh. beyond who are still trying to find a new or a sense of purpose. Mm -hmm. And then when I start, I've done a lot of one-on-one -on -one, mm -hmm. coaching. Um, coaching in the past. And, and people, I do hear that all the time, a sense of purpose or the feeling of a dangerous boredom almost is what I'd call it. The same old, I'm like, all right, let's break down your life. Who are you hanging out with? And it turns out it's the same people. Right. What are you watching on TV? It turns out it's the same shows. shows right. What are you eating? Turns out it's the same, same foods. Same. And yet you're expecting to find difference. Right. How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? You have to bust out of that mold. Mm -hmm. You got to figure out and not necessarily that all the people are bad that you're hanging out with. That's not the statement. There are some toxic people we've heard. I want to pay attention to that too, but the point is you have to venture out mm -hmm. into the new, if you want to find your sense of purpose, if you want to find your happiness, if you want to be healthy, you just constantly, constantly have to do so. And it's not always easy because it's comfort is really discomfort, but it's easy to get sucked into that so-called thing called comfort, your pattern. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to get sucked down into that couch, right? which is a perfect metaphor for it all. Just getting swallowed into that hole in the couch. Then you complain up and life sucks. Nobody, of course it does. You're sitting there. And that's a metaphor for these larger walls that we don't step out of. And we need to, if we want to find our sense of purpose, you'll find if you're looking for a career, I don't care if you're 20 or 70, you're looking for a career and you don't know what to do. Go try different things. Yep. Volunteer at different places. You might hate some of them, but you're going to find one you love. You're going to find, oh my God, I didn't even know I enjoyed, I don't know, putting little plants in the ground. Mm -hmm. There's career opportunity for you.
I did hear a quote, and I don't know who to give credit to, so I apologize. I'll have to look it up. But it said, the enemy of a great life is a good life. Ah, wonderful. And I think that's what we're talking about is if we want more, but we settle for what we're, we've always done, we're always going to get what we always got. That's just the way that, that it works. And so hopefully this show today has helped, it's helped me. Hopefully it's helped our listeners think about, challenge ourselves in at least little ways today to do something different. Just do something different. Experiment. Go to the grocery store, buy something you've never bought before. Just those little baby steps. Let's re-energize or start to, it's one step at a time. It's not these giant leaps. A lot of times people think, oh, I've got to take this huge. No, just take one step and then build on that and build on that and build on that. Gosh, I loved having you on the show today. Thank you so much for your time today. Before we sign off here, theartofantiaging.com is you have products there. You have, it looks like a lot of blogs there about health and wellness. Yeah. And no, no. Brian, thank you for coming on the show today. We sure appreciate your time and all your passion and energy. And definitely go check out that blog and all the information there. I was reading that this morning and I love what you're doing there and the education that you're putting out. So thank you so much. Thank you for being a part of the Bright Vibe podcast. For more information, go to brightvibe.com. That's B-R-I-T-E by B-I-B-E dot com. Thank you for listening. Thank you.